What's going on, everybody? All of the listeners from Game Illuminati and other places. Welcome to episode two of the Enlightened Sounds podcast. I'm your host, UTX JG the Don, along with my co-host, leader of the flock. Say what up, my guy. Yo, yo, what up, y'all? We back again. Get it. Back again. I see you all like the first episode. Shout out to everybody that supported. I know that Anchor is a new website and, and you all aren't really accustomed to it. And I know some people didn't want to come over and listen to it. But again, shout out to the people that listen so far. Um, I'm also going to set up a little uh, thing that they have on there for listener support. So if you really, really mess with us, y'all can go ahead and drop some dollars to further support the podcast. And uh, good news, good news. Just like the Triple Threat Sports Podcast, which again, if you did not know, is in audio form as well. The Enlightened Sounds Podcast is on Spotify. So, hey, really, really, really big. So if you do not want to listen on Anchor, I mean, everybody got Spotify. So you can still support us there if you see so fit. Um, And also, if you missed it, uh, little snippets of the Enlightened Sounds podcast, including the Travis Scott review, is on the DJI Update channel. And another random conversation that we had is on my channel. So if you want to see some little snippets in video form, there you go. So with that being said, let's get into episode two. Um, I mean, I hate to start this with some bad news, but unfortunately, we lost a really, really big figure in the music game, and that is Aretha Franklin. Unfortunately, she passed yesterday. Uh, She was dealing with cancer, even though she was uh, apparently denying it. Um, But that is uh, one one of the reasons why she ended up passing. So Aretha Franklin, I mean, my mom absolutely loved her. I'm sure that a lot of people that have like those those older mothers, um, I'm sure that they grew up with Aretha Franklin, grandmas grandpas all of that like all the older generation absolutely love aretha franklin i mean she just like what i don't i don't even know like what else you can say about her just like that's like not iconic man like she just she changed so many people's lives all the people that you hear now um in r&b like they got heavy heavy influence from aretha franklin so um so sad to see man like everybody who i've been growing up with or that my mom or dad been growing up with they're all passing man unfortunately like when you get old things like this happen so uh, again it's very very unfortunate but um rp to aretha franklin and you know i hope that she's uh She's living her best life, man. Wherever, uh, wherever she goes, whatever you believe in. So, uh, Flock, did you, uh, did you listen to Aretha Franklin a lot growing up, or did your, did your mom oh, yeah. and dad? Yeah, I mean, my mom's. Um, but I know, like, what's crazy is Aretha Franklin is actually the exact same age as my grandmother. Wow. So seventy six. Seventy six. Yeah, seventy six mm-hmm. yeah, years old, man. So it's like, you know, it's it's just one of those things, man. Like she's she's the queen, yo, queen of soul. That yes. wasn't just a, a phrase coin. Like she she earned that. Man. I think she had like um i forgot how many grammys like i want to say like 11 or something like that it may have been even more than that i just stopped counting i did do remember her make having like double digit grammys uh uh, i remember she had the little you know the spot in the blues brothers movie uh so yeah she was she was iconic yo and then like it's people i know she's from detroit yeah you know you say what you want about detroit like people let you joke on the economy and you know, saying crime and all that other stuff. But you make a joke about Aretha Franklin. That was like fighting words for people in Detroit. So, you know, shout out to Detroit, man. It's a huge loss for that city. Um, hopefully, man, she's up there, you know, singing for kings and queens up there in heaven. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was watching the ESPN uh, special that they did on her. All of the um, all the uh, national anthems that she sang. And she did a quite a bit. I didn't even know that she did that oh, many. Yeah. NBA and uh, um, MLB and the nfl um she actually did i think that her last one that she did was in 2016 and that was thanksgiving for a lions game 
Um, right. So that was that was it was really good. I was like, man, like this. Whew. It just yeah, it's iconic kind of, voice, man. Yeah, I was like, like just kind of like catching chills, like looking at that and just thinking about like how she did. Matter of fact, I gotta, I gotta hit my mom up, and I know she heard about the news, but I know she yeah. really liked Aretha, so I gotta ask her how she, how she feels about it, how she's holding up. But um, obviously, the, and it happens every single time. Uh, it's like new people and old people. Whenever someone as iconic and as legendary as Aretha Franklin passes, then whatever um, platform that you're listening to or or whatever, like um, her uh, her albums just got or her last album just got boosted. So it's like number one now. <laughs> so I think that happened with Prince too uh, when he mm-hmm. passed. Yeah. So uh, shout out to the people that's uh, you know going back and listening, and for the new people who uh, I don't know how you would know Aretha Franklin is, but if you didn't. And you just now listening to it. Um, I mean, just enjoy the music, man, and definitely enjoy the music. So that's yeah, it. Yeah, you'd be surprised to hear some Aretha Franklin stuff on some of your favorite songs too that someone's probably sampled from. Yeah, and then Aretha Franklin, she also had a uh, she also had a a very good thing for uh, covering other people's songs, and then it, uh, people were Sounding joking and said, yeah, they, they said it became her song. If Aretha Franklin covered your song, it's hers now. So yeah, wasn't uh, what was that Natural Woman one of them? Yeah, and uh, she did a Mariah Carey song. I think she did Touch My Body. I know a lot of people were, were spreading that around Twitter or whatever. So <laughs> it's just songs like that, no matter what, man. She's covered a lot of people's songs, too. But yeah, when, when she does it, you know, it's over. Just to say RIP to it because it's gone now. She took it like Thanos, bro. She's taking the Infinity Stones of your music. So it's what it is, man. <laughs> so uh, that being said, let's, uh, let's get to the notable new releases of this week. Um, August 17th so I know that Black and Chaos they were like going giddy over this stuff because uh, Young Thug originally said that he wasn't going to release any music of his own this year because someone in his uh, in his family passed or whatever but um, he does surprise a lot of his fans with a new project called Slime Language and like Black <laughs> Black absolutely loved Young Thug like he said like he's one of the most like iconic rappers right now like like these two dudes him and chaos are just like just absolute fans about it so uh slime language came out today so y'all can go and check that out listen to it last night and a little bit this morning uh again young thug like really isn't for me he has some songs or some features that i enjoy but i'm just not a fan of his sound but again i'm not gonna say that he's terrible because he has influenced a lot of rappers down in atlanta i know they're saying like gunna and Lil baby or like spawns of young thug so it's funny how like we talk about people that got sound from other people and then we turn around and there are other people coming up after them that have like similar sounds and then you're saying well this person birthed this person but then this person birthed this person it's just like just kind of like generations of music whether you regardless of whether you like it or hate it it ends up getting passed down all of these certain sounds that people come out with like regardless of whether you think that you know someone completely bit off of somebody else um i mean they still have similar sounds and you can see the influences in people so i mean i'm not mad at you for you know liking who you like but you know it is what it is so again young thug slime language that came out today go and check that out ariana grande and her crazy crazy stands i know that they were very very excited about this one uh her new album called sweetener just came out so i'm going to check that out i am not an ariana grande fan at all but i know that this is a huge release so i went in and put that on the list uh amine i didn't know that he was coming out with something now i admit i don't check on amine but 
Uh, I just say some people because I was talking about the uh, talk about the album today because I actually listened to it all the way through. I didn't even know he was coming out with something, and obviously somebody else didn't either. They were like, "What? What the hell? He dropped some new stuff?" So it'd be like that. Like sometimes, like if you're not directly checking for somebody, a lot of these other outlets don't even cover them. So it is what it is. Uh, but he did drop another project it's called One Point Five. 1.5 so yeah go and check that one out uh steflon don who i also admit i never heard of until the double xl freshman this year and she was only the only female on there she dropped her project it is called secure uh, she actually has a good amount of features on there some like triple a features so yeah, i'm going to check that one out i'll go and get that one to listen as well just to see what i think because uh, i haven't really heard any of her music before but i heard a little freestyles or whatever she sounded all right she sounded all right she sounded like she could spit so as long as she ain't getting in no trouble or whatever like i'll, I'll support the females when they rapping and finally, I know that this one is uh, it's a big one. This is Prince, um, and we'll go ahead and talk about this one a little oh, bit. Yeah. But Prince has uh, made it known when he was alive that he's like, he's, I'm not trying to have nobody sample my stuff. I'm not trying to be on these streaming services because they don't, you know, they don't treat you right. You're not getting all of your money. But everything changes when a person passes away. So with that being said, Prince is now on probably all your favorite streaming platforms and another album called the anthology 1995 to 2010 just came out today as well so again like if you want to hear some stuff from prince that you may have not been able to hear before on streaming services now it's available for you uh fly do you have anything else to say about uh, about this one no um for the young thug it's whatever i'm, I'm not a fan so <laughs> i'm not gonna act like i am ariana grande it's whatever good for her uh, I, I never even heard of Amine. Not gonna lie, never heard of. He Amine. was also a double XL freshman. I think yeah, if it wasn't it. last year, two years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stefan Don. I heard the name, you know, just thrown around a couple of times, but never really checked for. But I, I will, you know, I will once it once it's out, I will check it out. Obligated at this point to check all this stuff out now. So <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Prince. I mean, this one right here is a, you know, it's. It's clo- it hits a little close to home because my mom, you know, said was always a, a huge Prince fan. When I say huge, I mean huge Prince fan, which made me a huge Prince fan because he learned to appreciate his music and the talent. And um, the fact that, you know, his stuff is all of a sudden available now in these streaming services and stuff now, it just, it, it tells you like what's really, what's really going on. I don't care what nobody say, man. They, they killed Prince, yo. That, that's just my part. Personal, mm. look on it. That man can't be walking around like nothing's wrong with him one day and the next day he found dead somewhere. Because you know yeah. he killed that man for his catalog, yo. I don't care what nobody say. That's 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 what I believe. Yikes, but I don't want to start no controversy. Here, Yikes. That's <laughs> yeah. just that's just my truth. My true talk, man. I, that's all I know how to do is talk the truth. But that's how I feel. True. I, true. Felt, I find it. I find it hella ironic that his stuff is out here now. Yeah. Because no way would Prince have agreed to that. Nope. Not at all. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, yeah, but I guess you can listen to it now. But I guess if you are if you are a true true fan, then uh, if you, yeah, if you abide to you know his standards that he uphold it by himself and his craft, then yeah, just go buy it. Just just go buy the retail and, and don't listen to old streaming services. But um, if you don't care or if you just want to you know add it to your catalog, then listen to it. I'm not going to tell you to do either or. So hey, Prince's stuff is definitely going to be on the players, even though I pretty much all that stuff that came out well. It said 95 through 2010. That's yeah. kind of like when the stuff wasn't, you know, it just didn't feel like Prince to me. It's know, not, the, yeah, it's not his, it's if not his best stuff. 80, yeah, if you would have said 80, when did Purple Rain come out? Purple Rain came out like 84, right? 
sometime when I wasn't I alive. I don't know that. I think so. I want to say if you talk about like eighty four through, I say eighty four through like ninety, eighty four through like ninety six maybe. Then yeah, that's that's a lot better. That's a lot better catalog. But around this time, he was already at odds with his uh, label. I think he was on Warner Brothers at the time. Or right, formerly uh, known as Friends. Yeah, and he yeah. was, you know, he was doing a lot of stuff, man, to try to get people to realize that these uh stuff we talked about last week. So I don't want to be the dead horse about the you know record labels basically, you know, slaving you out here. Yeah. And I want to get your bread that you you earn. But yeah, check out all this stuff, man. If you if you if you've heard of them or, or want to know about it, check just check them out. Yeah, so like Flock said, I would check out the earlier stuff before '95. I, I think that you'll get a better, a better idea of yeah, how impactful he was. Who yeah. Prince really was. Yeah. Yeah. The artist formerly known as Prince, that was a weird time for a lot of us. So <laughs> I don't necessarily <laughs> I don't necessarily claim that that this stuff was good. But I mean it, obviously he's a he's a huge legend. So but yeah, definitely check out the earlier stuff if you really want to. I don't know if that stuff is on uh, streaming services yet, but I, I saw this pop up and I was like, wait a minute. I was like, when the hell did this happen? But yeah, his stuff he, is Yeah, he was the only person that was even comparable to Michael Jackson at the time. Yeah. So that was the only person you could put in the same breath with him as at the time. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So all right, man, with that being said, let's move on to the music news of this week. Uh Travis Scott is once again a topic, but not because of his album, because he ended up getting chosen as the NBA 2K19 curated uh curated person so um he's actually came up with the playlist this year i know we've had jay-z before we've had LeBron himself we had um dj Khaled, which oh my god i absolutely hated when dj Khaled was on there because it was just his songs but uh but this here this, <laughs> that's neither that's neither here no, no, tell there, him why you mad tell him nah, why you mad just, right? i feel like i feel like every year out? though every year we have to deal with this it's like all right is the person who they choose going to actually come up with like a wide variety of things or are they just going to just plug a whole bunch of their shit? People they people they cool with. Yeah, people they, they cool with. Sound. And it's like I'm not mad at it. Like you're trying to plug your homies. I'm I'm not mad at you trying to get them a little bit exposure. But sometimes you just kind of like just just you know throw it down our throats. And then every year we have to hear man. And you know I'm turning this playlist off. I don't want to hear none of these songs, man. This stuff is whack. Like I, it's rare that I hear nowadays, or at least like the, in the last three or four years, that an NBA 2K playlist is good. I would say like the live playlist last year it's was better. Fire. Yeah, live. That playlist EA. is always miles ahead of NBA 2K. Yeah, EA just knows how to pick better songs, in my opinion. Minus the, of course, the Madden stuff, but you know that's neither here nor there. Um, but 2K, I don't know, man. They get the bigger. I feel like they get the bigger artists. They get the bigger faces, but it's just the songs that they pick are just just kind of meh. But uh, here we go again, because people already had their opinions on this one. I'm going to just go ahead and read down some of the tracks that we have, which is actually available on Spotify right now if you just want to listen to it. Uh, first of all, we got Antidote by Travis Scott, of course. <laughs> uh, hacked my Instagram, Pierre Bourne, which I still don't feel like Pierre Bourne is an established artist yet as far as, as, far as his rapping skills. I just feel like he's, he's still still a producer he's working well, up before there. you before you say that it's gonna be that one person like well what are you looking for established artists or are you looking for good music i, I, I personally like yeah me personally i don't care if the artist is, is well known or not if you want to put newer artists on long as like I'm, I'm gonna give you a prime example um and what was it nba live 16 that put me up on odyssey you know what i mean ah, odyssey okay. is a dope a dope dope nice nice artist yo True. i had never even heard of odyssey up until then and i listen to his music to this day because of that 
So I don't have a problem with it not being a big time Asian artist because I just want the music to be good. Mm -hmm. I don't want it to be a chore to listen to. I don't want to have to turn it off like I do every year on 2K. No car. I don't want. I don't want to have to do that. And that's what I, I'm looking at this playlist. That's what I'm. This is exactly what I'm going to do this year. Again. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. Um, some other songs we got: uh, Bishop Nehru, Drifting. Uh, we got Brockhampton with Zipper. Uh, we got Finesse Remix, Bruno Mars and Cardi B. Um, Probably the best song on it. Might be. Sure. Might be. We got Fallout Boy, The Last of the Real Ones. Uh, we got G Herbo, Man Now. Uh, game over, little flip. That's some Houston stuff. You want to put some some older and newer oh, Houston stuff on there. We got Lil Troy, want to be a baller. Oh my god, I remember that song. Want to be a baller? Did dude just pass away? I don't know. I don't know. Did I he? think I, I could. I could be wrong, but I'm sure I'm right. That mm. he, I think I, I don't want to spread no. I could have swore I seen something about R.I.P. Lil Troy or somebody in his in his camp. It may have been him. Then again, it may be somebody he. That was involved in the project with him. We had to look that up for y'all. Yeah, I looked that up. Uh, going further down the list, Lil Uzi Vert, Sauce It Up, got Marshmallow with Fly. And if you don't know what Marshmallow is, I only heard about him because of Ninja um, and the Never Fortnite stuff. So he does EDM stuff. So again, I'm not a fan at all. I don't like any of his stuff. Oh, I, I, heard, I forgot Logic. He did a he did that collaboration with Logic as well. Uh, we got Migos with Stir Fry. We got Skywalker, Miguel, and Travis Scott. So even things he's featured in, he's putting on here. We got Still Tipping, which I, I'm not mad at that one. Mike Jones, Paul Wanslam, Thug. We got Nefta Farrow on here, big timing. We got uh, P-Rom, so that's good. Rocket, they put that song on there. That's cool. We got Skepta, Skepta, shout out to the UK. Uh, we got No Security. Um, SOB, RBE, that's some bass stuff. Anti. So we got that on there. Uh, the Gap Band, outstanding. I was like, I was surprised about that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm like the Gap Band, that, all that right? Was, and then everybody know that was that was the song that they sampled on Shaquille O'Neal's. I'm outstanding too. Yeah, and uh, oh, before we finish, okay. Jay, uh, yeah. it was it was the dude that sung the hook on the song. Oh, okay, uh, he passed. Okay, yeah, that's why okay. I said I knew it was either him. It was either him or it was somebody that was involved in the project. So it was Big T, aka Terrence uh, Prejean. Yeah, he was 52 years old too. Ah, okay, okay. All right, and then we got a uh, practice by Young and May. I know she's still been putting out singles, but I still feel like she hasn't really hit that hump yet. I don't. Yeah. She's not going to have anything yeah. above above her her first single. Um, then we got some more Travis Scott songs, "Sweet Sweet" and "An A Team" and "Dark Knight Dumbo" with Trippy Red and Travis Scott. So as you can see, like it's a lot of stuff with Travis Scott and some old school Houston hits. I mean, I'm not totally mad at it. You gotta. You definitely give some other people. You can't have all rap on here. You can't have all R and B, obviously. Right, right. Um, so because not a lot of people gonna like it, and not everybody likes those genres. So you gotta have some other stuff. But I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't know how I feel about this one compared to last year. But I didn't really like last year's playlist either. So, um, but this one is all right know? because I actually like Travis Scott. So I mean, I'm not mad at the songs that he chose. But like I said, <sighs> just just don't let DJ Khaled do it anymore. Like just don't put them on here, period. Because I I just can't stand those songs. I knew he's gonna put all I do is win and and all that stuff. So I mean, Travis Scott is alright, and like they had a little video with LeBron James, he's interviewing him and stuff and talking about it. So I mean, I'm not mad at it, but again, like generally, whenever I'm playing 2K, anyways, I just I just turn the playlist off and play my own stuff. So it don't even matter to me whether I like it or not. So uh Flock is <laughs> you said it's gonna be another one. Oh, She's just gonna he just turn tagged off. me in. <laughs> like let's go. Um, not a fan. Not a fan. Not a fan. Yeah, like 
not a fan at all. I, I I think they just need to go away from this whole formula of letting someone curate the the playlist. Like, I'm sure someone is overseeing it anyway. So at some point, someone has to say, "All right, like, I get what you're trying to do, but we need a little more variety." It's just to me, it just looks like a whole lot of the same. <laughs> a whole lot of the same. Mm. So did Just, you let me ask you because I don't remember what year it was, but did you like the year that DJ Premier had a chance to curate it for his yes. half? Okay. I, yes. I figured you did automatically. I, I, had, I had no problem with Premier. That was what, sixteen? I think it was sixteen. It was one that I had. I knew it was what it was either fifteen or sixteen. It, it, it may have been sixteen. Um, but I like Premier's uh because I'm a huge fan of Premier and I know the type of music Premier's and Premier put actually rock music on there as well. And I didn't have a problem with that. I didn't have issue with it either. It was just like, it was a difference, you know what I mean? Because I'm, call me a hip hop snob all you want, but I just like, I like beats, I like lyrics, you know what I mean? I, I can, I'm definitely get down with the R&B. I can get down with some rock music. As long as it ain't that that heavy metal stuff, that that crazy, you know, wanna kill you type stuff, like that stuff. But I'm, I, as long as it's some type of form of variety, I just need some form of variety, man. It's gotcha. Just, it gotta be a perfect blend, yo. Like. You can you can give me the Jay Z, you can give me the Mob Deep, you can give me the Eminem, hell, you can give me the hell, you can give me Luke if you want to if you want to toss that in there too. That's that's fine, but you know just you know and like the newer artists that's out now, like a lot of people would think you know you got a problem with the newer artists. It ain't a problem with the newer artists. I just feel like the wrong ones are being showcased all the time. Like I don't want to see, like I don't have nothing against Migos, but I'm you know I'm kind of tired of you know hearing me goes you know what i mean like nah. i just want to i want to like them throwing a little flip in there i think that's cool the game over because i actually like that you know what i mean if you're going to take it down south take it down south why not put some outcasts in there but yeah the outcast was in this last one so i can understand it yeah. so it's just like i didn't like some of the stuff i, I hear is fine like like you got like miguel and stuff like that off the war and leisure leisure that's cool you know what i mean but i just feel like as an overall playlist it's just not impressive this is not impressive at all. Like I think someone, they need someone to head their music department because they have all the, you know, they got all the resources to get these bigger artists. Like, put some better songs in there. And this is just showcasing what a lot of people y'all like to call old heads talk about all the time. It's a lot of this newer music that, like I say all the time, three years from now you you won't even remember these songs. Like okay. you won't even remember a lot of these songs. You got to go back to NBA Street Volume Two. The first song you you turn on was a twelve year old song. Was they reminisce over you? So and that was iconic. That's that song was embedded in your brain from then on. If you had never heard it before, then I just that's the type of stuff I need when I turn the game on and that certain song comes on. I'm like, yo, this was my joint. You know what I mean? And I don't get that no more. Gotcha. I put I put all I turn the music all the way down. Yeah, because I get tired of hearing it. Yeah, it was 2K16. Let me see what he had on here. He had uh, Pat Poos, Hold the City Down, Gangstar, Same Team No Games, Nods Made You Look, Living Color, Cultural Personality, Geruda Damaja, You Can't Stop the Prophet, uh, DJ Premier, uh, His Own Custom Instrumental, Bum Bum Bum, uh, Ramones, List Cream Bob, uh, NYG's Policy, yeah, uh, DJ Premier, Bumpy Knuckles, More Levels, and P Rom, You Lose. That's what he had on his side, so. Yeah, I knew you liked that. <laughs> I knew you liked yeah. that one, but but again, DJ Khaled messed it all up because that was yeah, the one that they were all on there. And DJ Khaled, DJ Mustard, and uh, right, DJ that was Premier. seventeen, right? And that was sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know what they they did they, they did, did yeah uh, they yeah 
it wasn't just him by himself on that one. So, because they made it like an all producer. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what they did. So, and it is what it is. You're either gonna really like it or you're going to absolutely hate it. So, um, like I said, I'll be turning it off because I don't really care. <laughs> like I'll, I'll probably have it on for like the first day or two if I even get it because that's still going to be a big F for me um, if I even get 2K19 but it is what it is I'll, I'll be playing my own stuff most likely anyway so that's uh, that is what it is so let's move on to the next piece of news uh, Yellow Wolf now I haven't heard Yellow Wolf in forever um, I kind of just stopped checking for his stuff but if you are not in the know he was signed to Shady Records but he will no longer be signed to Shady Records uh, he announced his departure after one of his tours uh, recently and he came out with five albums I didn't even know he came out with five albums under Shady Records like I, I guess I would just been, yeah like I, I think I, I definitely heard one but he's moved like really more into the country vibe so i think that's kind of why i just stopped checking for him but yeah but anyways um his last album is going to be called trunk music three and uh and he said yeah i'm i'm good like make some noise for marshall mathers as he uh spoke to the crowd and and uh he's going to be done so he's not going to retire but i don't know what he's going to do maybe he's going to go independent or maybe sign somewhere else but if he's going to go you know complete country then i don't yeah so is he really that's why i'm about to ask he is he just like i know he's not just giving up on rapping because he's actually pretty dope to he me. was and, he uh, was yeah. he goes just going to hick the, what they call a hick hop uh <laughs> hick hop yeah is he going the hick hop route i like, don't know maybe because like his country influence he's always had a little bit of country in him but i don't know if he's just going to go full hick hop or or not uh it didn't really say on this article and he didn't say himself but uh, I could definitely tell like his music had been swaying more and more that way and that's kind of just why I stopped just kind of checking for him I don't even know if he's still considered like in the hip-hop category in, like some of these apps or stuff because like I haven't seen any of his stuff and I know I'll be checking to see like what the new albums are the new releases are every week but for him to come out with five albums since he's been on Shady Records and I don't even remember four of them yeah this I don't know that's that's pretty it's pretty telling to me so I don't know I don't know but um i didn't to me honest like i didn't really see him to be the best fit on shady records even though like obviously he's a white rapper and and he's he's from the south and uh, you thought that he would get along with eminem a lot more i felt like he didn't get the same push that a lot of other people did as uh on that on the actual label because i felt like um and i just i just lost a train my train of thought uh on the actual uh <laughs> the actual group <laughs> Uh, but with Joe Budden, Slaughterhouse. yeah, Slaughterhouse. I don't know why I can think the damn name, but Slaughterhouse. I feel like they got a little bit more of a push than than Yellow Wolf did. I just feel like he just kind of got thrown in the back burner, and that seems to happen when you're when you're signing on to a label that another artist actually um, has. So, I think I think that's kind of just what happened to him. He had to basically push his own stuff more than Shady Records was pushing him. So I think that, that was kind of like just led to led to whatever happened and, and him making this decision to just be done with him after that. So it, it is what it is on that one. But um, I mean, if you've been checking for Yellow Wolf, uh, let me know like what, what he's been doing or like what some of his hits. I might have to go back myself and just like check out some of this, this older stuff that he came out with. Cause I like trunk music. That's when I first heard about him. But like I haven't really been checking for him um, ever since he really shot signed on the Shady Records. I just feel like his music just kind of changed a lot. And if he's just going full hip hop, then eh, nah, I'm not into it. It's not my type of thing. So 
so it is what it is. But I wish him the best, man. Whatever he decides to do in the future, hope he's not done. You know, totally rapping or, or doing whatever, making music. Period. But um, if it's without Shady Records, me personally, I just feel like it's a better move for him. So, uh, you remember like the last Yellow Wolf song that you heard from him? Can't sitting here. I'm drawing a blank, bro. I don't remember. It's like the last thing I heard from him, he was on it with somebody else. It was more like a collaboration. I'm trying to think. Of, like, I always try to think of what he did by himself. Yeah. But I can't think of anything, man. And that's, I like, I straight drew a blank on this one. I do not know. I remember him doing like the BET cipher. I don't remember how long ago that was, but. Shit, that was like, that was like 2011. Wasn't yeah, and that was like the shady cipher too. Like with all of them on there. So. Like I said, I don't know, man. But like I said, I wish him the best. That, but he I'm did. trying to think he of did. like something he did by himself. I honestly cannot think. And this is what I'm saying. Like, kind of goes back to what we were saying last week about like, what is what is your label doing for you? If they're not if they're not accurately pushing you, if they're not efficiently pushing you, then you just kind of just fall off. You got to actually check for them yourselves. Because if if the label isn't pushing you and you're not pushing yourself as hard as you can, then how are people going to know? Like, they got to be like dedicated fans. I feel like at this point to like even even know what you're doing and and like i said i don't even remember the last thing that he did that was like impactful that like i've seen other people actually put in on their websites and their publications so yeah it is what it is man i, I kind of knew that was gonna happen so so that's uh that's that so let's move on to the uh next bit of news um so this came around that said that musician sneaker collabs are more valuable than athlete sneaker collabs and with Kanye, definitely with the Yeezy, like people are going absolutely insane about those. Uh, Travis Scott has his own uh, his own little thing with Jordans. Uh, Rihanna got Puma and Pharrell. Actually, it's it's a whole bunch of people with Adidas that are coming out with their own stuff. But Pharrell is probably like one of the main ones who's like actually being in the lab and designing stuff. Uh, they're making a lot more than the actual athletes like LeBron James, Steph Curry, um, Damian Lillard, Paul George, like all these people who like you may like their sneakers, but they're mainly for basketball sneakers. Um, a lot of times we wear the basketball sneakers, but we're not actually hooping in them. Like that's probably like one of the last things that we're thinking about when we're getting a pair of LeBrons or Jordans. We trying to stun it and we trying to wear them, but at the end of the day, they're basketball shoes with the other musicians that are actually doing collabs with them like the Yeezys like you're not necessarily going to hoop in some Yeezys those are some those are some shoes that you're going to actually go out with those are some stylish shoes that you're going to wear like no matter what the price is like those are shoes that you wear out those are not shoes that you actually wear the ball in and I feel like they just appeal more to like the everyday consumer rather than the $200 pair of, of LeBron's that are really basketball sneakers and don't really go with everything else. But you're going to wear them anyways because they're they cost a lot or they may look good to you. But that's not that's still not the purpose of them. So with the different types of of musicians that Adidas and Nike and Jordan are bringing on they're actually appealing more again to the to the overall consumer and i feel like that's why that's why they're selling more selling a lot more than the actual art uh than actual athletes themselves so uh you have any thoughts about this like what are your what are your favorite pairs of uh of shoes like do you just you just love jordans or do you do you like adidas like what do you what are you rocking these days like um <clears throat> excuse me um shoes that are comfortable 
She was you know uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, at this point, like I'm, I'm past the whole, you know, I gotta buy this when it comes out phase. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. I, I did that when I was like 19 and 20. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm, I'm past that phase in my life, like, because Jordans were still like kind of popping and stuff like that, and it was just like, hmm, let's see. Right now, um, like I said, anything that's pretty much comfortable, man. Like that, like if you walk in. Like say like when we go to E3, stuff like that. Like I know we're doing a lot of walking around, so I gotta find something that's comfortable on my feet. Yeah. So it, it to me, um I'm not a like I, I love Jordan shoes. Like one through one through thirteen is you know, that's the benchmark as far as Jordan. Anything after that is it's meh to me. But um I don't really wear Adidas. Uh the the boost are comfortable. I think those were the boost. I had a pair of those. Those are pretty comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as like basketball shoes, like you said, that's pretty much what it was. The athletes pretty much sold shoes. That that was always that was always a thing. Uh, rappers, with the exception of Yeezy, I don't really, I don't really see. And I'm not spending that much money on Yeezys. But uh, yeah. as far as like, what do I wear though? I'm pretty much um, anything that's comfortable. I'm more of a Nike dude though. Nike, yeah. I wear a lot of Nike, like a lot of Nikes on my feet, and then of course you know I got Jordans and stuff, but th- those are just for style points. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? I gotta wear like the exclusive ones, like like a different color of them that, that a lot of people don't see. But for, for the most part, like on like everyday footwear, like casual footwear, most of the time is Nike. I feel like Jordans were like the only because it was so many, so many different styles of Jordans. Those are probably the only pairs of, of basketball shoes still to this day that that like when you see them you don't automatically think about basketball like when i still see lebron's i still kind of think about basketball when i see kobe's i'm definitely thinking about basketball when i see paul george's minus like the uh the playstation ones that he came out with like those mm, special oh, edition boy. ones i'm we still yeah and i'm still heated yeah, about I'm, that i'm still sorry about that come on paul those. george man y'all gotta bring him back out what do y'all, y'all do gotta bring, bring them out like but i yeah. will definitely get those yeah but minus those like i'm still thinking about basketball so it's like a lot of these styles again like people are wearing them some people are wearing them as everyday type of shoes but they're still mainly for basketball that is the purpose of the shoes uh now i remember like one of the one of the more iconic like musician collaborations back in the day was run dmc and adidas i mean they made a whole song about it and that was man that boosted adidas to like the highest level that they could have gotten so like even then back in the day like musicians were the best type of marketing thing adidas were not basketball shoes the majority of what they were pushing out they were pushing out those regular ones and a lot of people were hopping on those because again those are shoes that you can wear every day when you catch the everyday person rather than catching the person who wants to go out and hoop or do something athletic then you're again you're catching a bigger part of the market with those so it's still happening today again with Travis Scott and, and Pharrell and uh, and Kanye and Rihanna, all of these all of these artists that are actually doing these collabs with Adidas and Nike and Jordan, and they're making different types of shoes that again are stylish and you can wear every day. I mean that's that's the thing right there. Um, I used to be a Nike dude myself. I still like Nike. Don't get me wrong, but Nike's been coming out with a lot of bullshit. Um, I gotta be honest. They've been coming out with a lot of bullshit, and I don't like half of the shoes that they um have been coming out with lately. But I still mess with them for the most part. But I think Adidas, 
especially with the recent collabs that they've been doing like the pharrell um who shoes or hu or however the hell you pronounce them like those shoes are hot i like the different colors like if you're if you're a person that you know rocks different colors all the time those shoes are very nice and like those shoes are comfortable i think that's the main thing that again like you said like you're trying to wear comfortable shoes i am too now so if mm -hmm. if they can be comfortable and stylish then i mean that's a win-win for me i haven't personally worn any um any yeezy boots but everybody who i talk to everybody who i talk to say that they those are the most comfortable shoes that you have ever worn i'm not gonna pay 300 for them but if they're <laughs> the most comfortable shoe that, you, that you've ever worn then i mean that's a win-win and they actually look nice some of them to me i don't like some of the newer styles but the 350s i think that the 350s are dope um again i'm not paying 300 for them but if i can save me a pair like i would i would definitely rock me some especially if you're saying that they're comfortable i mean that's that's not a bad thing at all for me so again i just feel like comfortability and the fact that you know the styles you can wear every day with with any fit i think that that's nice that's a win-win so this doesn't surprise me that musicians are making more off the off the shoes than than regular athletes so it is what it is and uh yeah so that's all the news that we have so far this week uh, for music well let's move on to the next section album reviews <laughs> album reviews so we're going to start off this week with trippy red came out with a debut album called life's a trip it has third well 14 songs excuse me 14 songs with features from diplo the young thug reese laflair and travis scott now trippy red when i first heard of him he was on some real demonic stuff like some real real demonic stuff i wasn't feeling him at all but the man grew on me he definitely grew on me a little bit and it's mostly because of his hooks he has a very very interesting style of being melodic in a sense because like when i first heard of him i just thought he was just yelling like just just being weird and and using the auto tune to his advantage with uh with his singing because i still feel like without the auto tune he might sound like a totally different person actually i'm wondering he might sound like a different type of person but for some reason for some reason like his hooks are catchy like for dark knight dumbo one of the songs that's on here that obviously he premiered months ago i just feel like his hook like his hook was so dope on there that i actually started enjoying it but trippy red he said that you know he's an artist a lot of these people nowadays even though they start off rapping or whatever like with this melodic rap melodic singing however you want to call it this is a different type of style and they're trying to not not really be rappers they want to be all around artists uh trippy red is definitely rock influence with this one he has some songs on here that are just totally rock and while i'm not a fan of that i still can respect the fact that he's not just rapping um he also has some songs in here where he's just purely rapping not really using any auto-tune and trying to show that like he can do everything he's trying to be basically a jack of all trades here trying to be a true artist rather than just when people see him they're just saying that he's a rapper so with that being said like some of the songs that he had on here like the song with diplo um the wish song i was like yo diplo is working with him that kind of seemed like a weird type of collaboration but diplo said that he really liked tripping and he's been working with a lot of rappers these days we're seeing a lot of crossovers with like edm and house music and stuff like that like a lot of them are working with rappers or, or artists that rap 
and they're making these type of songs so like that's something different that, that i saw from him uh missing my idols unfortunately that was the exact song that he did on the uh on his freestyle for this year double xl freshman and this reminded me of because this man said that one of his favorite rappers is Lil Wayne and Lil Wayne has done plenty of songs that he originally did as freestyles like I, it, I I can name at least like two or three that he's done that was directly from a freestyle and a lot of artists have done that though yeah I've, we, I've seen big I've seen Biggie do it we, so. yeah I mean that's that's true that's true but I feel like Lil Wayne like when he was really really popping a lot of people criticized him for that i i don't i don't know how i feel about it to be honest maybe maybe if it's not so soon like if you're doing it like weeks after you just did a freestyle on whatever then i kind of feel like that's that's kind of whack i don't necessarily like it because i'm like yo i just heard that i'm trying to hear something new from you and on missing my idols that was the exact thing that he did and i was like yo i just heard this i don't even know if i like this with the beat on it regardless of uh my uh rather than without a beat so Eh, it, that's just me it was kind of it was slightly cringy but i mean if you liked it then that's cool that was one of the songs that he was like just purely rapping on uh he did a song with young thug and reese laflair that was more again melodic because that's what that's what young thug does a lot of times uh probably one of my favorite songs is bang uh but that's just because i really just like the beat but a lot of the stuff that he does is like more i feel like more rock oriented and that's why i can't say that i'm truly a fan of him i just kind of like some songs that he does but i feel like with trippy now it's more that i like his fe uh him featured on other people's songs rather than him by himself because i can only pick out like a couple of these songs that i can like see being on my playlist uh so it is that really making me a fan of his music i don't i don't think so if i can only like a couple of them i'm not saying that it's bad it's just again not for me because i'm i'm just not a fan of the rappers doing the like pure rock stuff because i'm not really a fan of of rock and roll to be honest so uh like i said it's only a couple songs like dark knight dumbo again that's another song that i like but again i've heard that months ago so i already knew i was gonna like that but uh other than that man it's just it's just kind of a, a skip for me for the most part i only like the a couple of songs and that's it so uh flock did you get a chance to uh, skim through this one at all i tried so obviously i tried but <laughs> once again open mind i've never been a fan of trippy red i will never be a fan of trippy red i just couldn't do it man i i, I couldn't find anything i like that i could sit and listen to for more than like a minute and a half just not a fan yo this, this i ain't trying to trash the brother but I, it's just it ain't for me man it's like it's, it's like some certain artists where you like you listen to them you like all right i see how people like them but i just don't i don't care for it that much but this right here like this dude here i just i don't like him at like, not at all <laughs> i ain't gonna hold y'all people i'm just gonna keep it pushing i didn't like it at all i didn't like any songs i think uh bang was probably the only song that i could listen to for longer than two minutes mm other than that nothing else yo it, it, it was a skip for me my guy uh but yeah i mean i i feel that i feel that like i said i knew it was gonna be some of these albums that i'm gonna have you listen to or at least skim through that you gonna be like nah like not at all <laughs> i'm not i'm not even gonna try that, to like i'm not gonna attempt to like this one. yeah <laughs> so, so yeah all right so that that's what it is i'm as far as like a, a number score i don't even feel like 
I don't even feel like in, in my opinion I should even give this a number score just because like it's just it's just really not for me I, I feel like I'm gonna actually give number scores to something that I attempted to listen to and that I can like more than a couple of songs on it so I'm not gonna personally give it a number no, score give it one give you it want one. me to uh, give it one okay. I got one for it oh you got one for it um yeah. okay all right uh, uh, all right I ain't gonna cop out I ain't gonna cop out on it then um uh, for me, I will give this out of five. I will give it. I will give it for effort. For effort's sake, the fact that he tried to like do other things than just rap. The fact that he's actually trying to give it a little bit of effort. I'm gonna give it a. Uh, I'm gonna give it a two and a half. I'm gonna give it a two and a half because I feel. I feel like a three is again too high. If I would have liked more than more than a few songs, then I would probably give it a higher score. But again, it's just not for me. I'm not a fan of the of the rock stuff, so I'm gonna give it a two and a half. What about you? One and a half. Damn. <laughs> All right, one and a half. You want to explain that one a little bit? No need. One and a half. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Okay. You okay. know what you did. That's all I'm gonna <laughs> say. You know what you did, man. All right. Well, I'm not bad at it. I'm not bad at it. So it is what it is on that one. Uh Trippy Red. Just just not for me. I like a couple songs, but uh like I said, I'll listen to his stuff when it comes out, but I'm not like I'm not gonna be that person that's gonna be out there checking for it. So it when it comes out, I'll just listen to a couple stuff and I'll like them on some features, but eh, it was it was kind of a chore to listen to at the end of the day kind of a chore and speaking of chores Nicki Minaj Queen oh boy this this album so I, obviously when it came out and I knew it was going to happen I knew it was going to happen Twitter blew up Twitter blew the fuck up all of her stands whatever she wants to call them I'm not even sure they were coming to her defense immediately they were saying oh oh man like Nicki Minaj is, is holding nothing back oh my god like she's talking about this rapper and this rapper and this rapper and it was only one song by the way that that people were hyping up when she was talking about people but um when this when this came out i feel like again like i knew what i was getting into when i was going to listen to it and nothing really excited me nothing excited me at all it was a total chore to listen to these 20 jam-packed songs 20 songs with features from eminem Labyrinth, Lil Wayne, Ariana Grande, The Weeknd, Sway Lee, Future, Foxy Brown, and Takashi 69 A lot of features on here. Again, 20 full songs for me to, to sit through and try to find something good. Just try to find something good. Again, like I said before last week, I am not a fan at all. Not a fan at all of Nicki. I could kind of stand her back in the day, like when she was with Gucci Mane, when he discovered her and she was doing the thing. And like even during the days when Safari was writing for her, even though she still denies it, by the way. She still denies that Safari wrote for her, but I can tell. I can definitely tell. But with all these songs, man, like Eminem, any song that Nicki does with Eminem, yo, is an automatic skip for me, man. And it's sad to say because I still like Eminem as a rapper. I still like the stuff that he did in the past, but even Eminem's like last two, three, four albums, I wasn't fucking with. 
I wasn't fucking with it all. And when they do their songs, like I just know it's not gonna be on some like some hardcore rap shit that I can just get with. So again, like it was a. I like Roman's Revenge though. Uh, I'm st- I didn't. I didn't like Roman's Revenge. It was. It was okay. It yeah, was- corny at the end when she got the talking and shit. But I mean. I think Eminem killed that shit. Like, I, uh, nah, just uh, some of the things she be saying. But it was different. It, it was it was different. I, I, but... Well, well, we we just agreed to disagree. Yeah, we agreed to disagree. I thought I thought that was I thought I thought that one was was tastefully done. I thought it was cool. I knew that this one wasn't going to be like that though. I just had a but strong nah, feeling. I had a strong feeling, and it nope did not did not do anything good. It didn't do nothing for me at all. Barbie Dreams was a song that everybody was talking about, um, and and correct me if I'm wrong because I don't I don't remember exactly who um, who originally did this, but uh, damn, I wish I, I wish I could remember the artist who she who she took this from. But she's basically talking about like all these rappers who like want to fuck her or whatever. She like made a made a shot at Meek Mill, said that like he's still in her DMs and stuff. And she was just talking about a whole bunch of people, and she's she, talking about like she she did like a spin, kind of like a twist of what uh, she like what Biggie dreams, and Kim yeah, did, it was like Biggie. That's, that's what I thought. R&B yeah, and shit, and shit yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, that's she what it. Not nearly, never, it was not executed nearly as well as that one was. That's you what know it Biggie was. That shit, right? Yeah, dreams of yeah, that's what it was. I, I thought it was Biggie, but I wasn't sure. So, yeah, Biggie did one too, though. Oh, okay, he did one, and then Kim did one on the hardcore albums. Of, dreams of whatever r&b dick or whatever it was called yeah but that's that was because big did his version and then he wrote a version for kim ah okay okay so there you go so yeah she tried that on barbie dreams and nope it was it again like i just felt like she started up more controversy than she needed to with this one it wasn't it wasn't a song that was tastefully done especially with all the controversy already surrounding her for her to add more controversy especially with the meek mill line after what happened with y'all I was like, man, it is like she made a um, she made some jabs at Nas or whatever, which I, I don't even know if she's still with him or not. I don't think she is, but she was messing with him for a little bit too. She was just talking about all these dudes, and and I'm just like, why? Why do you why do you do this? I I didn't understand the whole point of of doing that. Uh, Rich Sex with Lil Wayne, I already heard of, and that was kind of one of the songs I liked just because of the beat for real. But like Lil Wayne again was kind of like mediocre on this one. Uh other songs just skip 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 for me uh chun's way was all right but again that was kind of a it's kind of a chore to listen to as well and then it was just more skip 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 it just wasn't really rap on here like she's trying to do a lot more singing in r&b again not a fan of that as either so again it's just it's just more not for me stuff the song she did with future sir was okay miami was probably my favorite again because of the beat Coco Chanel with Foxy Brown. I thought that that was going to be yeah. better. I really thought yeah. that this was going to be better, but Foxy, nah, man. Like even Foxy Brown really ain't. Uh, she ain't coming yeah. as hard as I thought she was gonna was gonna come on this one, y'all. And I'm just like, what happened, yo? Like just, I mean, I'm Foxy a, Brown I'm a be. huge Foxy Brown fan, yo. She used to be hot, man. Like I just, I just hate what happened, yo. Just her her downfall. But I was thinking that this few uh, this feature was going to be dope, and it wasn't. And then Fifi, the only reason why I halfway like this song is because of the beat. But that's just Murder Beats. Again, like, it's a production that gets me in. But can I really quote something or do I want to quote something from that? I already barely like Takashi 6 9 
and to put both of them on one song and i don't really like either of them <laughs> either one of them yeah like what what am i gonna do with that what am i gonna do with that so i just feel like again with this album it's for her dedicated fans it's for her hardcore fans but i feel like again she didn't do anything that would that would change my mind from thinking that like when she first came out that she had other people writing for her i still believe that because i can see how her music has changed drastically once she broke up with safari and she stopped messing with the same people she used to mess with like gucci and his camp i can see the total difference i understand that artists are supposed to evolve and move on to other things but if your actual rapping gets kind of whack and your bars get stale and everybody knows what you're going to say next or people don't understand why you're saying this then it kind of just turns me off and like i i don't feel like as far as the female rappers in the game i don't feel like she's up there i don't feel like she's number one in my opinion i would have to put in this day and age as far as rapping lyrical ability for females it's got to be rhapsody it's yeah, got to be yeah. Rhapsody. I mean, you already know. <laughs> you won't get an argument out of me on that one, my guy. A hundred percent, it's got to be been, Rhapsody. I've man. been saying that shit since like 2013, man. Like, and I saw that. Uh, killing. I saw that tweet that you did yesterday. <laughs> oh yeah. When you was like, um, Rhapsody. He <laughs> was like, oh, right. are, are like, we not going to? Where all these females got drama and all this other stuff? I just want a female. Can we just have one female rapper out without no drama? And I was like, cough, Rhapsody. Cough. Yeah. I was like, come on now. Why y'all, you just dismissed her? But I'm pretty sure the person. In that chick's defense, she probably don't even know. Maybe. Because it just it just sounds like she just listened to the, the shit that's popular, the shit that's on the radio, and shit that's just always out there on the internet. So Either. some people just don't take the time to research, or they not even into that. Because I see somebody that too, yeah. like, somebody that commented like, yeah, what about Rhapsody? You like, sound like some conscious shit. Not a conscious rap, yep. Yeah, I, I'll pass. And they like, well, you just want drama then. So you want drama, but then you you don't want drama. Like, which one is it? Yep. You want chicks full of drama. You want to listen to that. Sh- you want to listen to that romper room rap. Then keep carry on. It's okay to admit that. Like, I'm not mad. You gonna like what you like at the end of the day, but it's like you gonna gotta choose one or the other. You want to choose someone with no drama at all, or you want to go for all the drama and you want to deal with that stuff. It sounds like you still want the drama, so like you gonna check out Rhapsody if you want to, but if you don't like the conscious rap, then you probably not gonna like her anyway. So it's what it is. You just gonna have to stick with what you got. And right now it's pretty much just Nicki and Cardi, and like people are trying to pit them against each other, and they've been saying stuff about each other back and forth. So. You see, you're going to like their drama and whatever they come out with, you just got to deal with if you're just really trying to put on a female. So um, with this one, man, Queen, uh, I, I really wish that I could that I could um, compare this one to her earlier stuff. But to be honest, I ain't listen to that shit either. I ain't even listen to her earlier stuff. Uh, Pink Prince, <laughs> barely. I only heard the singles that came out. And I ain't like a stupid hoe. That was one of the the songs. Oh that you want stupid? Wasn't like, that reference? Wasn't that reference towards Lil Kim? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not even sure. It might have been. It might have been, but it's still crazy though. Like she, like everybody keeps comparing her to Lil Kim, and like she making the comments. First, you say that you respect Lil Kim, and then the next day you saying fuck Lil Kim. So what is it? because we can see the heavy influence it's not even with just the rapping it's with what you're doing the album covers and all this stuff like we know where you get your influence from just just respect it you ain't gotta be beefing with her just respect it 
So like just I can't I can't even really take Nicki Minaj seriously anymore just because of like her overall attitude. Like she be popping off on everybody. It's supposed to be some rumors that like she's doing like prescription drugs and all that. Like I just feel like she just needs to get her life more together before she actually puts out a, a project. She needs to figure out what lane that she wants to be in. Because I don't feel like this like Tita Totter in between R and B and rapping and pop is for her. I just feel like she needs to actually just find her lane and just stick to it. If it's rapping, maybe you do need to get a little bit of help from the people who you did in the past or somebody new. It's okay. Nobody's going to be mad at you at this point. I'm not going to be mad because I'm not really checking for you anyways. It's not going to be like a Drake situation for me where I'm going to discredit you because I feel like, again, that's what you started with. I feel like you started with getting help. So if you already started like that and you were like halfway decent, then maybe just go back to it and just ask for a little bit of help. Because I just feel like her bars are just way too basic for me. And I don't like any of her R&B and pop stuff. It's just it's not for me at all. That's for the other people, man, who just really, really like Nicki. But nah, as far as female rappers, nah, you ain't rapping to me. Like, and all this stuff is kind of corny. All this stuff is kind of corny. So, uh, what do you think about it for uh, for what you listen to, Flock? Um, this this goes. This is me saying like I'm. I don't hate Nicki Minaj. I'm just not a big fan. Like, I thought some of her stuff. Like, she's always hit or miss, yo. It's, mm-hmm. it's always hit or miss, and it's been ma- been a lot of swings and misses lately, man. With me, with her, um, I will say um, it was hard for me to pick a top three songs that I like. So I'll just start out by saying a song that I like. Me being a Foxy Brown fan, I was I was elated to see Foxy, you know, rhyming again, to hear Foxy rhyming again. So I'll put Coco Chanel in it just because I miss hearing Foxy Brown, even though it wasn't, you know, it wasn't neither of them their best work. And this is one of the things like with collaborations, like how do I put this? Collaborations, man. A true collaboration is the two or three of you in the studio together doing this shit, getting creative juices off one another. You know what I mean? Not none of this email back and forth shit, because I'm in I'm in Detroit and you in Japan. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna email you this this verse. It's not the same. That's why a lot of great collabs happen when people are in the same spot at the same time. Because you get you get that competitiveness off one another. You don't just hit a verse and say, all right, well, let me go on and do this and I'm going to send this back. It's, it's, it's just, it don't work that way. To me, it doesn't. I mean, some people can pull it off. Like a Jay-Z can do that shit or somebody like that. But not everybody is Jay-Z. So I, that's why I, when I see people do collabs, I would rather them be together in that in that same space. You know, say in the studio together, working together, because you could tell this shit was like just forced. Um, Ganja Burns was, it's okay. I'll just say it's okay. Come see about me was, yes. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold y'all, man. I'm I'm not gonna. Jay Jay said enough about you know the whole thing, man. She, I rem- like I said last last time. I remember her being the the, the rumble tumble, the rough tough chick. And, you know, her going at Safari and talking about, you know, fake hairlines and all that other stuff, man. It's like, come on, you really about to comment on somebody having something fake on them? When the only thing real on you is probably your toenails. Like, come on, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't do that. She got to relax, man. So, like, it's, it's not that deep, yo. All that, all that drama with the women and stuff like this. I just listen to rap, bro, and I keep it pushing. So, mm-hmm. for that, it's, it was it was definitely a disappointing another disappointing project from this Nicki Minaj and I'm done. Yeah, 
Yeah, so like again, it's just it's more controversy. People are trying to they're they're waiting on the next thing that you say about somebody rather than actually focusing on your music. And I just I just feel like she thinks her music, which again it's not a bad thing. You're supposed to think that your you know your music is good, but I think she needs a reality check at this point to where her music is nowadays. Somebody in her camp needs to sit there and tell her that like yo like this this music is kind of it's kind of most some other stuff right now. Like you're not focusing on or making good music i just feel like you're focusing on just getting a check and putting out some more stuff just some more content for your fans so that's just how i feel i mean i may be wrong but that's uh that's how i stand on on nikki and this project so number score if i had to get one i would uh i would give this one a 1.5 i would give this one a 1.5 barely a two i just it again like just listening to it I'm not sitting there bobbing my head and I'm not sitting there like, oh man, that's that's clever. That's, that's really clever. It was just really a chore to listen to from start to finish. And only a couple songs I can name were cool and that was just because of the beat. So again, just not for me at all. So 1.5. What about you? I'm gonna give it a two. Hmm. A little bit more generous on this one. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a two. I'm gonna just give it a two. The only reason why 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 she got a two is because she had Foxy. Well, nah, just because of my, okay, I ain't mad at it. No, I'm not bad. <laughs> I'm not bad at it at all. You gotta have a point for having Foxy. Cause I was you like, oh, Foxy out of you got you brought Foxy out of uh, purgatory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did see her on there. I was like, hmm, this one might be interesting. Then like, nope, <clears throat> terrible. Yeah, and it wasn't. Really and it good. wasn't even that good of a song. Nah, couldn't. Mm. I couldn't think of you know a lot of stuff that was better. So, okay, shit was mad. Sorry. Yep, yep. So that's a score of 1.5 and 2 for Nicki Minaj Queen. Moving on to our last album review this episode is Neff the Pharaoh, The Big Chang Theory. Now, I have not heard any full projects from Neff the Pharaoh, so this is my very first one, but obviously I know who he is. So I listened through it, and this has 14 songs with features from probably a lot of people that you have never heard of. Um, but I'll name at least a couple of people who you might. Uh, Cuban Doll and Dage Loaf. Um, so if you've heard of those females, so shout out to y'all. Uh, other people who are featured is OBM Peasy, JT the Fourth, All Black, Yaki, Raymond McMahon, Jay Brown, and Leisha Brown. So it's not like you had a lot of um, a lot of local people, I'm guessing. Then you add in Dage Loaf and Cuban Doll, and there you go. It's a lot of a lot of female features on this one. So uh, out of 14 songs. Uh, I was surprised. I was actually surprised that this wasn't a full Bay Area type of album. Obviously, he's going to have those beats on there. I was fully expecting it, but he definitely, I feel like he went out of his, out of the typical Bay sound, out of maybe what is his comfort zone and switched it up, used some different beats. And I actually liked it. I actually liked this album. So some of my favorite songs were Knock Down a Fan and Big Boss Chang. I thought that uh, Big Boss Chain, especially, I feel like that was a banger on that one. I really liked that beat. And Nelt the Pharaoh, for me, all, for all this work, I mean, I feel like he's a pretty decent rapper, especially like from being from the Bay, being a West Coast rapper. Like, he's actually pretty decent. Like, I didn't find like anything cringy for real. I actually was like, follow, I actually like following. What is with you and this bias towards the West Coast rhyming, bro? I just don't. I'm saying, man, I just, it's not me, oh. man. It's not my thing, yo. It's just not my thing for real. 
I mess with y'all on the West Coast. Don't get mad at me. That's JG though. I like I said, I'm not hating on y'all. Just it's just not my not my type of sound, man. I told the AB about this too, man. He understand. He understand. But that's but again, yeah, shout out to AB. You say he's working with F too. We're trying to work with him. So if he you know get some beats on there, I ain't mad at y'all. I'm definitely gonna listen to it. Uh, but anyways, man, going back to what well, to the album, man, for the big chain theory, I actually. I actually messed with it. I put a couple songs on my playlist. I was like, all right, like I'm kind of, I'm kind of feeling it. It has a different type of vibe for me than the like normal stuff that I typically listen to. Cause I ain't gonna lie, I listen to a lot of trap stuff nowadays. Um, and then you throw in a little bit of R&B, but it's mainly just trap. I just like a lot of trap beats and and uh, and other like uh, abstract type of beats and lo-fi and stuff. But um, but like I, it wasn't, it wasn't like an automatic like just turn off for me. I actually like this surprisingly a lot more than YG and YG had a lot more features on there like uh, A plus features on there but I was like yo like this this Nelta Pharaoh actually gave me like a different type of feel so it was something that I like I was halfway vibing with like was working out listening to it and I was like yo like it's, it's just kind of hot yo so I, I actually messed with it what about you Fly you got any favorite songs on, on here for you uh, my three favorites that I liked on there personally was um, Bling Blau uh, Big Boss Chain and uh, my niggas. Those those are my favorites on them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think dude, like I said before, he was like one of the only guys that I heard of the the people we mentioned from last week. And uh, I I think like having a female uh, a lot of female features on that that was a good twist to it. You don't see that too much, you know. You don't see that too much too often. And um, I thought it was a good twist. And not a lot of them were, <clears throat> excuse me, not a lot of them were, um, were, were, were like not, you know, they, they weren't known. So I'm always interested in listening to the new, uh, new artists, especially if they, especially if they know how to rhyme. If you know how to rhyme, I don't, I don't care if you got an eye in the middle of your damn forehead. If I never seen or heard from you before, any of that, I'll, I'll rock with you. Mm-hmm. And most of them, most of it was pretty good. No, okay. And I think actually you might have you might have named some songs from the Chang project. I think you actually might have listened to that one cuz I think that was the one that came out last year. Shit, did I listen to the wrong one? <laughs> you might have, you might have the <laughs> big did. the big Chang theory was the one that came out last week and then the Chang project was the one that came out last year. Oh, maybe I, I don't know. I I think I guess I wrote down the wrong shit off the wrong album that I like. Yeah, by the bit. Yeah, that was the only album I ever heard. That was the only one I heard. Uh, I didn't see it. Okay. Yeah, because I know that um that big boss Chang was on was on uh the latest one, the big Chang. Well, maybe I maybe I wrote down the, the other ones off the other one I listened to. I think I when I listened to it, I didn't listen to the album. I was just listening to songs. Oh, uh, okay. And I thought it, it was all on one album. Maybe I had a it skip. On yeah, maybe yeah. A skip. Okay, okay, so gotcha. Those albums because I was just listening to it. I told, I was at work listening to the shit, so I wasn't really like I was just listening. To, I was like, what song is this? And I looked and just seen the song, and I'm like, okay, let me make sure I put this on my notes on my phone on my notepad. Uh, okay. But I was listening to the shit while I was at work, so I didn't really have time to like go through it go through it that's why i was like wait a minute that is not i'm like i was listening to the songs and i thought it was all on that one album but maybe it just shuffled around all of his songs yeah i think that was on spotify true yeah that's okay though that's okay well because now now i kind of listen to that one off that album y'all my bad (laughs) okay okay (laughs) that's true i well now you kind of maybe want to listen to the chain project then if you say you like those other songs too so (laughs) it might have been hard too so i might have to get that one to listen next and see what see what he had last year but because i never listened to any of his albums i I heard him featured on um i heard him featured before on some people's stuff but 
I like I heard him featured, and I heard like a couple like little singles, but I never like listened to a whole album of his. Okay, yeah. So same here, same here. Um, but as far as a number score, I would have to give this one. I'll give this one a three. I get this one to three. Um, I'm still, again, not a fan of the other Bay Area sound, the West Coast sound. But as far as me like enjoying this, enjoying this a little bit more than YG, like I'll I'll give this one a, a pass. And and like he had again a couple more songs that had a different type of style, had a different type of vibe for me. And the fact that like I didn't really find myself wanting to uh, skip any songs initially. I feel like it was decent. I feel like it was it was fairly decent. So for me, again, not being a huge fan of the West Coast sound, I I give it a solid three, man. It's right in the middle for me. What about you? Uh, from what I what I did here, um, cause I, I do like I said, the one song that I heard off that album that I named rather, I did hear a couple other songs off of that album though. I think one of them was called Lefty. Yeah. The hell is that song called? One of I want to say it was a uh, one called it was called like offerings or something like that. That one was pretty cool too. I'm just trying to think off the top of my head what I heard off that because I listen. Apparently, I listened to like two. I was listening to two different albums and didn't even realize it. Yeah, offerings so, was on was yeah, on the latest I, one. Yep. I think that was one of them. Cause I, I, I'm, I'm at work and I'm looking at this stuff like every song I liked. I would look down like what is the name of this and I didn't see what album it was actually on because I was like I say I'm working and trying to listen to this shit at the same time. But yeah, so yeah, so from what I heard, the song that I liked on that off the actual album that we talking about not the one that i heard from last year that's my bad job but um i would i would i would still give it a i would just say i'll give it middle of the road i'll say two and a half two and a half okay okay that is fair that's definitely fair so again if you've never heard of nephter pharaoh and uh especially if you like this this type of bay area sound like the west coast sound give it a listen Listen, I think you might be pleasantly surprised if you're like me and not really a fan of that sound. I will still say give it a listen because there might be some songs in there that you might actually like. So, shout out to Nephthah Pharaoh um, for me actually going a little bit out of my comfort zone because I probably want to listen to this. Um, otherwise, unless like I was just like bored and wanted some like different to listen to. Uh, but I, I was I was surprised, man. I was definitely surprised in, in a pleasant way. So, uh, so again, shout out to Neph, shout out to the West Coast, fucks with it, definitely fucks with it. So uh let me say man we are done with the album reviews this week now moving on to the song of the weekend my bad y'all i actually said i was going to play some snippets uh of the songs that we actually named in the last episode so i'll make sure that i don't forget and i'll do it this time but i'm still sticking on r&b on my side and my song of the week is erica badu on and on now flock i know that you're probably the same as me that whenever we hear these certain songs you could probably think of the place that you were the time that you were and what exactly you were doing with this song my most iconic moment was being dragged out of the house by my mom going to a beauty salon and i was playing my game boy playing freaking uh donkey kong on it that's that's how much like when i think of this on every single time i just think of that specific moment and with that being said like this was playing in a beauty salon and i'm like yo like this song is just so smooth this was probably i would say it had to have been like my introduction to erica badu like when i really really started paying attention this was 19 what 97 i believe so 
I was no, actually, I I no, I, I had to have been that, before at that because I, I was. I believe that album came out in '97. I could be wrong. But, I thought I was uh, younger than that, of, but meh, let's see. I think it was. Yeah, '97. Yeah, it was '97. Bodyism. Off the Bodyism album. So I was almost. Yeah, I was nine. I was nine then. Yeah, almost ten. So. So that was that was pretty crazy. Damn, my bad. Bringing <laughs> trucks going outside. Um, but yeah, like I I still remember that moment. And I'm like I'm like a song has to be impactful to your life if you can remember like exactly what you were doing at that time. And and I don't know. Again, just like when I was talking about 702 last week, this song like it it was just like just kind of stuck in my head like with with this uh this album bodyism man like it, she had a lot of hits on this one like oh my Ooh. god like eric Badu just so 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 iconic but this song i would say that this is probably like one of my favorites just because like i can remember like distinctly what was going on at that specific point in time so so that's my song for this week what about you fly what we got um yeah the, before i get on mine that song there yeah i remember i remember that song real good my mom's uh my mom's used to bump this all the time <laughs> but i still got my mom's cd to this day this bottleism cd uh so yeah it was that was a good song man that was a great album all together i mean and you gotta think yo this was what 20 21 years ago crazy man crazy like man <laughs> what a day yes, what a day yes. and you said you was at the beauty the beauty shop yeah so man get so fucking I think, I think i seen it i think i seen the video of it the first time i heard it getting dragged Just, along man my younger days having to be with my mom because i couldn't be by myself right um my song um i'm gonna go with uh pastor troy we're gonna take it down south past detroit vice versa because i was gonna do r&b but since jg did r&b i'm gonna go back on the hip-hop tip another but one that ooh, vice okay. versa yeah off the face off album we're going back to 2001 y'all listen to that joint yo that was that was genius yo for that time it really was i, I love that joint man i was always a fan of past detroit too a lot of people think i'm like this oh you a new york you know b-boy hip-hop whatever, whatever. nah I like all different types of hip hop. If it's good and it makes you think, you got some type of intricate plot to it or some type of twist on it, that was called I Love That Song. Y'all make sure y'all check that out. Vice versa, Pastor Troy, Face Off album, 2001. Let's get it. Yeah, I remember I was so interested in this song. Like, I went and, like, looked up what he was saying in the parts that was getting, uh, that was getting bleeped out. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, yo. <laughs> I was like, this stuff was crazy. Yeah, he's getting very, very into into religion. So I understand why, you know, he couldn't say it on the on the song. But mm-hmm. I was like, oh, oh, okay. But yeah, this is one of my favorites, too. I, I like that, so. Another good choice. Another good choice. I mess with it. Definitely mess with it. All right. Topic for the week. And uh, I wanted to talk about this. <laughs> it is funny because when you said that you came into GR Radio and you, you saw the Moo song. <laughs> oh, God. When you saw the Moo song, it got me thinking, can you still grow from your actual talent in the game this generation? And the reason why I ask this is again because like you you heard this you may not have even heard of doja cat and, and a lot of people were talking about this when i was playing it they're like i've never even seen this video yeah. who is she this? Was fine though she is fine doja cat is definitely fine but 
the point that I'm trying to make is like that particular video has been scoundering Twitter. So many articles have been made. So many people have retweeted this and are just now finding out who Doja Cat is. Now, she may not have been intentionally trying to like make a parody or whatever, like in hopes of blowing up. She may have just been bored, but she's definitely had music before that that's been that's been good. But it's just the fact that this particular song was the one that's you know gonna potentially blow her up. It's kind of crazy because again, it's a parody, like it's not really anything to be taken seriously. She's obviously loving the attention that she's getting, and people are actually checking out her other music, but it just brings me to like other artists that I feel like would not get any traction from their actual music unless they were, you know, playing a parody of themselves or trying to do something from shock value. And we see this so much in this generation uh, when it comes to uh, we've seen random people uh, burning freaking pigs, like just doing dumb stuff. Uh, oh, my God. Like, I, I, it's so many people that are just like doing crazy things just to get notoriety and then they're like oh well by the way i i sing oh by the way i rap and then like you go listen to their stuff because like they're doing so like such stupid things just to get a name for themselves um again i i don't think that doja cat is doing anything stupid because i actually like what she did there uh with that song the song is actually very catchy but it's just the fact that like dang like how many people would have actually known who she was if she didn't do that and again the same way like the people were doing like crazy things out here so do you feel like in this day and age that that you can still like truly grow and like super blow up like a new person nobody has ever heard of you at all do you feel like you can still truly blow up from just your music craft in this day and age i i think you can i mean i think i think that's never going anywhere it's just it's just it's just it just gets overshadowed by a lot of foolery a lot of nonsense and a lot of shit that just centers around drama and you know that 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 one trick pony type shit like it's a, it, it doesn't just happen in music but since we keep it on music um i say it definitely can happen i mean it's been some people that's that's come up just off of their lyrical ability or their ability to to make music you know what i mean I've, I've seen it happen but now it's just like the the attention span of people like in the internet age is so slim they don't take the time to embrace and take in what they got right in front of them because it's not a it's not a, like it's like say a, a car a car crash and an explosion will get your will grab someone's attention more than you know someone walking with a with a with a bag full of gold you know mm. because you 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 looking for you don't even notice that they got a really got a bag full of gold because you're not really looking and see that it's gold hanging out of that bag these people listening for the car crash you know saying car crash oh what's that you know what I'm saying and it's just like okay that's that's what that's what's gravitating your attention that's that's just how i feel about it i don't think that uh a lot of people really take time to to see like look look really look between look underneath the leaves and stuff and see what's really there it's just like if it's not out there and in front it's not a lot of loud colors and stuff like that and bells and whistles no one's really checking for it mm. you gotta have a gimmick everything is a gimmick now it seems like yeah yeah that's definitely true i mean yeah I, I definitely agree with you i just think that it's it's way harder for like someone who's actually good at their craft um whether you're singing rapping doing whatever um to actually get a name for yourself like you gotta work 10 times harder 
I feel like in order mm-hmm. to in order to actually make a name for yourself. And it's funny because I I feel like even though like a lot of people may think I'm being biased, but even with uh, anonymous, like I feel like he's a really really good rapper and and music maker. But it's taking him much longer. Yeah, right. To, we we biased. Yeah, I mean I, I know, but I'm try, I'm not trying to be totally biased. But yeah. but again, but Anon is dope. Yeah, Anon is super dope. But he has to work again ten times harder than some of the people who like we've seen on the double XL freshman list this year, last year, and the year before. Like these gimmick rappers who all of a sudden like they make something like that and then they catch that buzz and then all of a sudden they're like oh well you know let me let me try to get serious now like they they still don't know exactly what they want to do but just because of some parody or some shock thing oh now they all of a sudden want to get serious about it like i feel like you shouldn't have to do that but again like you mentioned like with the short attention span everybody's looking at that crazy stuff and then once they once they look at it and it, and it gets hot and gets spread around then all of a sudden now now that person is popular rather than someone who like who started off being very good at what they do but nobody would check it for them so it's uh i mean it's unfortunate sad. yeah it's definitely definitely sad and unfortunate but i just hope that again the people who are actually talented who are very very talented and and don't have to do any bullshit like that in order to get noticed um you know hopefully their time is coming and like uh like i mentioned with a nine i feel like his time is coming really really soon uh he's been working working his ass off especially this year like i'm very proud of my guy and i feel like him and other people as well that like i, I definitely uh have noticed i think their time is coming their time is definitely coming but it's just gonna take a little bit longer because again y'all gotta work a little bit harder than than these these knuckleheads out here who just doing this crazy stuff but again but, no but in that offense in that offense when they when they make it they tend to stick around a lot longer than the people that you know who use the gimmick to get on yeah because i know you said all the time like where are these people going to be in five years these all you the know, time. crazy people all the time are, like no. i'm never wrong on that shit yeah yeah so we're gonna see, man. We're gonna see if some of these crazy people who you know do these crazy things to blow we up. We call that the last. flavor of the month syndrome, man. Yeah, like, what's hot right now ain't gonna all that shit that's hot right now ain't gonna be hot three years from now. Back in the day, they used to be one hit wonders. Oh yeah, they didn't used to really have shock value, <laughs> and, but... and they still got them now out here. Yeah, well, you know the crazy thing is compared to back then like these one hit wonders they're still getting royalties which is crazy like even like these songs weren't even bad like they're one hit wonders uh because they just didn't continue doing it or like some crazy deals didn't go through or something like that but some of these songs that you heard of like they're still getting royalties off of it i can't say the same for some of these one hit wonders nowadays like you're just gone it's just it's over you're not doing anything else i don't think people are going to like put that song on something else like 10 years from now i don't think it's going to get daily rotation 10 years from now compared to those songs back in the day that 30 40 years down the line people are still using them in commercials and stuff so just uh i just think people need to think a little bit more and be more business oriented and like if you actually want to be serious about this stuff like you need to take the time and think about like the impact that you're that you're setting out uh the actual energy that you're putting out in the world because like that stuff is not going to get you anywhere in the long run in my opinion beefing with people and you know robbing people doing all the shock value stuff that that y'all are doing like this what is that man it's, it's clownery it's definitely clownery it's foolery and like what is what is that doing for for the rap game what is that doing for for the music genre period it's not making doing it look much. corny yeah it is it making it look very very corny very corny so 
is what it is, man. I just, uh, again, like I said, I just hope that the people who are actually talented can uh, get their just due. So, you know, shout out to the people that's, that's you know, being being legit with it and, uh, you know, working on your craft every now and then and, and not uh, not being on some bull. So, it is what it is with that conversation. All right. It's debate time. You ready? Let's get it. All right. Topic for today, debate time. What is the most influential music genre? Now, I'm going to let you start off first. Out of all, all of the types of music that we've had, what do you think is the most influential music genre? That's easy, yo. It's hip-hop. Mm, okay. I actually thought you were going to say something different. Genre? Yeah. Genre of music? Yeah. I gotta say hip hop. No, before uh you want me to go and then you tell me what you thought. No, nah, nah, go ahead. No, nah, go ahead. Right. Explain. Reason why I say hip hop is because um you look at you look at everything, man, as far as fashion, sports, even television, like a lot of a lot of stuff, phrases and the way people dress, things people do, things people say are like it's is like direct reflection off of hip hop. Like if you watch The Office. Or something like that, which is a predominantly white show or whatever that mainly white folks watch. They they take a lot of like they take a lot of like hip hop, you know, saying urban, you know, urban slang, and they use it towards their jokes at times. I mean, it happens everywhere. You look, you watch the news; they'll say that stuff. Look at remember Stuart Scott on ESPN. Nobody was doing that stuff before Stuart Scott. Remember he was quoting Jay Z lyrics in his in his commentary and stuff like that. That happens everywhere, man. Everybody. I mean, you go to Iowa in an Iowa suburb. I mean, those kids listen to hip hop most of the time more than we do. So it's everywhere, man. Hip hop is everywhere, man. Hip hop. You go. You can go to Paris, France. You know what I'm saying? People like go go here, but you. I, I just recently seen online. You know what I'm saying? People was you know what I'm saying going crazy over the Wu Tang. You know what I mean? That shit is is like they took they adopted the Asian culture, turned that shit into hip hop. And they getting mad love over that, still making money over there overseas. Like people are loving that, yo. That that shit is never going anywhere. I just think that it's it's just so watered down now that you you wouldn't really want to admit it. But I think that is the that's definitely the most influential influential music genre. It's definitely hip hop, without mm-hmm. a doubt. I mean, that's in everywhere. That's in every 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 corner of the globe. You got people, you know, what I'm saying hip hop. Not everyone likes rock music. Not everyone likes R and B. You know what I'm saying? You know, not everyone likes you know that emo shit or EDM and all that. Like, you can't go to one state where you don't see you go somewhere and someone is not doing something that's directly towards hip hop. It's not necessarily a certain artist or something like that, but you just look at like the way certain people dress or the way people act. Hip hop ain't just beats and lyrics. It's a culture. It's the actual you know. It's actually the way you live. That's why I say hip hop. Very, very strong argument. And I thought you were gonna say R and B, to be honest. I thought you were gonna say R and B, but that's actually what I'm going to say. And the reason why I say R and B is the fact that R and B basically paved the way for hip hop. Like just think about how many R and B samples that that people were using when hip hop even started just think about all of that like it had to come from somewhere so i would say i, w- I wouldn't say i wouldn't say r&b samples i think the most the most sample artist probably ever when hip-hop first came out was james brown 
I would, I would, put I would, him, I would still obviously put him in a rhythm or, blues category. Or with, 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 his, with samples, not a lot. I would say some stuff was sampled from uh, R&B, but that was like the most sample stuff was like a lot of jazz stuff, a lot of James Brown, and a lot of, and of course, soul records, which you consider soul work. So if you want to put soul as far as R&B, then yeah, I can attest I, that, but, but I'm kind of putting that all together. Not jazz, not not jazz, but I'm putting soul and, and R&B in the same category. Man, okay, because I mean, now, hell, I sampled everyone, bro, from Ahmad Jamal all the way to fucking Elvis Presley. So, yeah, just just for this argument again, I'm I'm putting those. I'm not I'm not separating those into kind of sub genres because I kind of just consider that to be the same in my opinion. Um, nah. But rhythm, rhythm and blues, not I mean, because I kind of feel like when we say R and B, we're just yeah, we're thinking about like you know, they, yeah, rhythm, rhythm, blues, yeah. r- rhythm and blues. I just feel like again that just kind of paved the way for what hip hop is today. Because um, again, like I just feel like a lot of a lot of sounds that you're hearing, regardless of whether you can legally sample it or not, came from like these classic rhythm and blues records from these classic artists. There are so many very very legendary R&B artists that are either long gone or still here today. I just feel like just over time, like they just kind of died off a little bit just because they just got old. But you still cannot take away from like the huge influence that a lot of these R&B artists back in the day had on hip hop, regardless of whether they want to admit it or not, whether they're ignorant or not. I just feel like with that, with just everything that like happened in the 60s on to the 90s and even beyond that when r&b artists started collabing more with hip-hop artists when hip-hop was really like at its peak i would say the hip-hop right now is definitely the biggest i would say that that it's hands down the biggest but like as far as like r&b like who's who's touching beyonce right now who's who's touching who's touching her like aretha back in the day like before she even just passed like i feel like aretha like no matter what she does no matter where she's at she's going to be culture re- icon yeah she's going to be revered as the queen yeah. of soul Jay- a lot of people keep forgetting that the respect a lot of people think that was her talking to basically like a man when it really had to do with kind of like civil rights yeah yeah so it's just like those records like will forever be cemented in in the music history hall of fame like i, I just feel like with with r&b like you just can't deny like the huge impact it's had on just the overall music scope especially hip-hop so like and it even like back in the day when like i know there's a lot of controversy on like where rock started because you know we we technically started it um and it just kind of got kind of got washed away and, and and all this stuff i'm not really trying to get into it but yeah i mean you know some people it's gonna be that one person well actually yeah people keep forgetting that you know elvis got his whole style from chuck berry right it's and, all good. and you know yeah rock was you know we kind of like once once that whole thing came around we changed it into soul which we got into more of the slower r&b records so like even even back then i kind of oh, just i'm kind of just putting it together for this again for the sake of the argument but <laughs> like soul and, and r&b like there's nah like i just feel like that was just the start of it. i feel like overall like you gotta go with like the roots of like how hip-hop even came about because like i mean like we were tired of you know disco back then and soul records but we were still we were still sampling the stuff we it had to come from somewhere the sounds had to come from somewhere so that's why you know that's why hip-hop and b-boy and like actually got its roots is from soul and, and r&b so that's that's why i say that uh that is the most influential overall but hip-hop definitely the biggest i'm not gonna i'm not gonna argue about that ain't, ain't nothing touching that but i just feel like they're way more impactful and legendary 
R&B, rhythm of blues and soul artists um, that that paved the way for everything that we have now. So, so that's what it is. I'm glad you actually said hip hop because <laughs> if you said R&B, I was actually going to argue against it. But <laughs> since, you said, since, you, since you said hip hop, you made it yeah, easy. Yeah, plan B. Yeah, right, you made, yeah, you made it easy for me. So, <laughs> so that is what it is, man. Hope you all enjoyed that. Uh, that me said, man, that was episode two. Of Enlightened Sounds podcast. Anything else you want to say before we close this out, Flock? Nah, man. R.I.P. to the Queen, yo. Yeah, yeah. They just remind me again. I gotta call my mom and see how she's doing. So, uh, yeah. That's it, man. Hope you all enjoyed this. Remember, again, we are on Spotify as well now. So, if you want to check us out on there, please feel free. No excuse. Yeah, no excuses now, boy. No excuses now. And uh, we're going to try to get a guest for next week's episode to uh, get this cracking. So, again, uh, we may have some other things planned as well. We are always in the uh, room to grow here. So, hopefully, again, you all keep rocking with us in the meantime while we continue to knock out these episodes. And uh, we're going to make this a big thing, man. We're definitely going to make this a big thing. I'm really liking enjoying the podcast and i'm hoping that you all are as well uh if you want to check us out on other platforms again we are on twitter at gi updates individually i'm twitter.com slash utxjd to dine and flock is twitter.com slash flock 2k uh we also have our individual youtubes um i'm utxjd to dine on youtube and flock is leader of the flock you right. You still lead on the flock? Mm-hmm. Or did you change? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> we'll make sure. Uh, no, our, I never changed it. <laughs> okay. Our group channel is youtube.com slash GI updates. I will be putting snippets on there from uh, this episode as well as on my channel. And if you want to uh, further support us, we actually will be um, activating the listening uh, thing going here. And I think it's going to actually be available everywhere. So if you want to further support just the podcast, you can donate to us if you see fit. If you want to support GI as a whole, you can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash GI updates, where we have a lot of rewards like getting access to a free AAA game and a free indie game every month, getting access to Lucid Headphone giveaway every month, being on this podcast, being on the GI Radio podcast, or being on the Game of Illuminati video game podcast if you see fit, and being a part of our uh, Patreon Discord which again we frequent every single day and play games and talk to our patreon members so check us out man we are available everywhere oh and then don't forget game where you post a lot of things like music video games movies comics anime you name it we have it so again we we about to become a conglomerate here fella we about to become a conglomerate <laughs> here we're gonna be taking over everything so again hopefully y'all rock with us and check all of us out for everything that we do let me say man this has been episode two of the enlightened sounds podcast and we out Peace.